Interesting story. Uh, CBC News uh, was focusing on some young Irish immigrants who say they're frustrated with this, uh, the federal government policy that insists you have to pass an English test before gaining permanent resident status. And then that's uh, obviously a long way to being a Canadian uh, citizen. And, you know, um, my mom came into Canada. She uh, is from Ireland. She's now a Canadian citizen. We were we didn't grow up in that house where it's like I'm Irish. It was I'm Canadian first. And yeah, uh, long ago, I lived in Ireland. Giddy Mammon's joining us right now. He's a Toronto immigration lawyer. Besides the fact that the test costs six hundred or $265 online, he has a few problems with the test. Giddy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kelly. I appreciate you being here. So you're calling on the feds to exempt people whose country of uh, origin deems English an official language. Well, yes, I, I think a little bit more than that. If if they were born in an English-speaking country that the government can designate, for example, they can designate, let's say, uh, the United States, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, uh, whatever, Ireland. Uh, you were born there. You went to uh, you, you completed high school there. You went to university. We can assume that you speak English. I think it's fair to say, and they can award you a certain number of points for that. They can assume that you speak English well and give you those points. And if you feel that you want to get more points, well, go ahead and write the test if you want. But I don't think that that is so uh, so illogical to reach that conclusion. Before 2013, the English proficiency test it was it was different. Can you tell us how? Well, at that time, you could submit uh, evidence of your proficiency in English through, you know, material that you've written and, and you know, uh, degrees and other things that you've had, transcripts showing that you've got an education, that you speak English well. And before that, you know, there were, there were personal interviews at one time, right? You would have a, uh, an interview at a visa post, and the officer during the interview would make notes and say, yeah, he speaks English and French uh, like this and like that, and awarded the points. But now you can't even apply under our new express entry system without having taken the test and submitting uh, the test results. And that's what's causing people a lot of frustration, not just the, uh, the cost, but also that, that it, you know, it can take weeks uh, to even get the test done, and that's biting into very, very valuable time that you have in Canada because most of these people are here on, uh, on the study permits, et cetera, that are expiring. And so they're very, very anxious not to lose those precious days that are, that, that are, are being wasted while waiting for the, the test to take place and the results to arrive. Giddy, you said that it could take weeks to take the test, but I'm just hearing it's a three-hour online course. W- what am I missing here? Uh, you have to go to a test center to take the test, right? Um, so it covers listening, reading, writing, and speaking. Do you have to show your ID when you go in? That's right. That's oh, you do? You, yes. Oh, because I thought that it, since it's an online test, I thought that seems interesting because, you know, the people that want to cheat would just cheat. And the people with integrity would get weeded out. No, no. Uh, I don't believe there is an option not to take it at a testing center. Okay, so you have to show your ID before you do. Yes. Okay, interesting. Is it? You know, when I'm looking at this dollar amount, it's $265. Um, it looks a bit like a cash grab to me. And it also, I'm just wondering why, what you think the motivation was for the feds changing the uh, test to bring it online so that everybody yeah. has to do it. Yeah, so in fairness to the government, they don't pocket that money, okay? That goes to the organization that conducts the test. So that doesn't get paid to a CIC. Uh, uh, however, if you ask me what the motivation is, I would say basically the, government's, uh, the, the government wants 
us to do all the work for them. Uh, we have to deposit the money into their account. We have to populate all of the fields online. We can't send in paper applications. They want us to do it online so that they don't have to do you know, any inputting of data on their own. They don't want to think about anything. They want you to provide all the answers to them um, including the results of your language test. They don't want to interview you. They don't want to review any material. Uh, and they just want a, a, a very simplified process uh, to save uh, resources. Uh, that's all well and good, but it also creates some areas where you, you, know, you can say that this is ridiculous. Mm. Why are professors uh, of English uh, required to take an English test? Why are American executives who manage hundreds of people in the United States uh, having to take an English test. It, it, you have to admit that that's a bit ridiculous and that some accommodation, some reasonable accommodation needs to be made. We're talking with Giddy Mammon, who is uh, an immigration lawyer here in Toronto. Uh, migrationlaw.com is his website. Giddy, I, I just want to ask you about this. Is there any part of you that feels perhaps this is the government, the feds, wanting to keep people happy by saying that everybody has to take it? Uh, they want to keep people happy who don't want people coming into Canada who don't want to speak English. This is sort of, you know, saying, well, you know, we're, we're making everyone take a test. Well, that, that, may be, that may very well be the case. I just don't think that that's good policy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that you treat everybody the same. If you give some one person, uh, you know, a welfare check, doesn't mean you have to give everybody a welfare check. If we require visas from people in one country, that doesn't mean we, don't, we, we should require visas from everybody. Uh, you have to take a look at the real-world situation and make reasonable decisions. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, we could be acting more reasonably. Um, you know, I've heard many times over the years, people say, well, why should nationals from my country require a visa to come to Canada when Americans and, and, and uh, 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 British people don't? Well, because it's a different scenario. You know, one country has certain statistics. Uh, you know, for example, people who come from the UK come to Canada and they leave after a week or two. People from, let's say, you know, countries that are in conflict, whether it was Syria, Afghanistan, whatever it is, uh, if they came here, they would behave differently. They would stay in, in many cases and not go back. So we don't treat everybody the same, and to say that we do is just nonsense. And so here, I don't think there should be any problem with someone being given the benefit of the doubt that if they went to, uh, you know, if they were born in the States and studied in the States and worked in the States, I, I don't believe that you should have any questions that they speak English at least well. What kind of feedback are you getting back from the government? Well, the government's not going to change this. Uh, I don't believe that in, in, in any way that they're going to make an accommodation because, you know, they've been trying to pass off the work to the clients. You know, they increase the fees all the time and deliver less service. So even, uh, even that logical leap they're not willing to make. Uh, they just don't want to have to think about, you know, oh, does this, did, did this, this guy was born in the States, he worked in the States, he, he was educated in the States. They just want a number in their computer system, and that's all they want. And so if it conveniences a whole bunch of people, too bad. I think that's the attitude that's, uh, that's, that's uh, prevalent in Ottawa. I don't think it's so much that we want to treat everybody the same. We're going to use that explanation, right, to get everybody to do our work for us so that we don't have to think about anything. Right, they're just going to pass it off. That's right. I really appreciate your time today, Giddy. Uh, make a lot of sense and uh, really have clarified some of the questions that I had about this topic. Well, thanks for having me, Kelly.